Sometimes I find myself in a crowded room With good friends and a feeling this will end too soon Some things just end too soon I watch you fall asleep and never wake up Don't take these memories of the people I love It's my God We might not have much longer Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 122 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming right at you, and I want to thank you, as I always do, for being here for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio every single Thursday at midnight Eastern. That's like 9 on the West Coast. You could do the math, figure it out. We go and premiere an episode every Thursday on Adobe, and then those episodes drop on all platforms the following Monday. It is a joy to be part of the Adobe Radio family, so thank you for staying up late. If you're listening to this in the future, you're just as awesome, and I would encourage everyone listening to please share this with a friend who loves music. You Maybe you're noticing that now in our uh, social media posts. I really want to uh, perpetuate this sharing of music and, of course, spreading love you know we want to do those things so please share this with a friend who loves music you never know you never know what band or artist or album might just save them so episode 122 hey so far 2018 we've done a lot of like firsts a lot of things that spinning thoughts has not done in our very very short uh, uh timeline time span so this is another first here in 2018 and i'm looking for more of this to be happening so Hopefully you like it. Let us know on Twitter, at SpinThoughts, what you think. So here's what's happening in episode 122. We, If, you're, if you've been paying attention, Spinning Thoughts has had contributors uh, for the last couple months, and they do an amazing job. Uh, one in particular we're going we're gonna to highlight here tonight. So Dan Boyer is uh, an official contributor of Spinning Thoughts, and Dan goes to a lot of shows. He's been going to a lot of shows for a long time. The dude's got... So much wisdom, musical wisdom, and I, I am so excited to get to record talking to him and about this kind of stuff because, of course, we've been ch- chatting for the last couple months. Uh, so Dan recently went in and covered for Spinning Thoughts the, uh, the Bearings show up in Canada. And Bearings, as you know, is a friend of Spinning Thoughts, and we love them. And so Dan got to sit down face-to-face, got uh, about a 16-minute interview with them and We're going to play that for you here a little bit later in the episode. But before we do that, we're going to say hello and get to know the one, the only, Mr. Dan Boyer. Dan, what up, dude? How's it going, man? That may have been my longest, no joke, that may have been my longest introduction uh, of 122 episodes. So uh, you you were part of history, Dan. Apparently, nice. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Now we'll we'll tell the listener. So, of course, you've been writing with Spinning Thoughts. You're doing a phenomenal job. This is the first time you and I have actually talked on the phone. It is. Do I do I sound right. the same as like when you hear me in the episodes to you? Uh, pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> is my consistency there? Yes, I think it is. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. I just wanted to bounce that off you, see what you thought. So, Dan, I'm so stoked to have you here for episode 122. The game plan, uh, as I mentioned in the intro, is we're going to listen to your interview that you had with Bearings uh, a little bit later. But before we do that, I want to get to know you and have the listeners get to know you, obviously. Uh, Before we dive into... Yeah, this awesome experience that you had, I think it was last Friday, the 2nd, February 2nd, I believe. So, uh, Yep, last Friday, yep. So, Dan, to start it off, this is a broad question. I, I'll lean on you to, to reel it in. What got you into the music scene in the first place? Oh, gosh, yeah, that is broad. <laughs> um, into our particular scene, you know, like pop punk, emo, et cetera, a little bit of hardcore, how it all started for, for me was... Uh, now I need to preface this by saying I've been around a long time, <laughs> like 
Yeah, far the, too long and so we have the hashtag what is it seen grandpa in our spinning thoughts seen grandpa, right? <laughs> yeah so oh. but how it all how it all started for me was uh, I was at a youth conference actually and I met this kid um, and he had a mixed tape and I don't know um, if all <laughs> the listeners will even know what that is um, um. but he uh, he had this mixtape of like all these pop punk bands and uh one of them was um was a band called MXPX. Wow, no way. And, yeah, and the the track on the mixtape was um a cover of Summer of 69 by a Canadian artist called Brian Adams <laughs> and wow. uh and so I I checked that out. It was the first time I'd ever heard MXPX and like I was into it. And within Six months, just by pure coincidence, um, MXPX came and played in like the nearest town. And uh, that was the first show I ever went to. It was MXPX headlining uh, and the Get Up Kids were the main support. And, uh, and from that moment on, like I just kept going to shows and I've never stopped. That's so crazy that you mentioned MXPX as being like a band that basically introduced you to this like scene of music because it's very similar for me. I had a friend in middle school who it was like their goal to make me cool. I don't know if they succeeded or not, but in that process, uh, they wanted me to kind of check out different music and start like skateboarding and all that kind of shit. And so I did. And the first band that was introduced to me on CD was MXPX and they really nice. dude really it was like one of the first bands to turn me on to music them H2O AFI um and uh I, god I'm, I I just had it on the tip of my tongue but th- those were like the uh just the core man MXPX very sweet so something uh more that we have in common now Dan, a theme that I know you and I and and the others in the spinning thoughts like contributor uh chat and everything we We've kind of brought this up, and I know I have in other interviews with bands from Canada, and I've, I've had the pleasure of talking to a ton of Canadian bands since starting Spinning Thoughts. There's been this one thing that's very consistent with each band that I've talked to from Canada, and it seems to be their support for the scene, other bands, fans, that like category. Uh, it's truly something special. Can you give us some insight towards like why bands like are so consistent in feeling like this. And, and if you even subscribe to that same kind of feeling or experience. Yeah. And especially in, in um, the last few years, like I'd say the last five to seven years, um, it's really, um, it's really grown. And, and I don't know what it, what it is. Like we just, especially in Ontario, like, it's just an amazing scene and it's always been, you know, it's always been pretty good. I mean, back in, back in the day we had um, like Silverstein, for example, one of the early signees from Ontario, Canada onto um, a label and, you know, one of the first bands in our scene to get a record deal, et cetera. Um, We had Alexis on fire. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Again, they were, about 2001, something like that. We had a band called Grade, um, who were also on Victory Records. So, you know, there's always been a, a decent scene up here in um, in Ontario, Canada. But um, my experience over the time that I've been involved has been that um, that kind of happened, and then it kind of it kind of dropped off for a little bit. And then I'd say five or seven years ago. You know, you see a band like Seaway, um, a band like Like Pacific. You know, they started up maybe, if I had to guess, like maybe 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. And and there's been this real um, upswing of, um, of of bands from Ontario that are just blowing up, right? Because it started kind of like Seaway and then Like Pacific. Uh, and rarity and bearings and cold front and, 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 you know, and, um, that's the consensus that, that I've, um, experienced here is, is that like, 
everyone just kind of knows each other. Um, there's a there's a place for everyone in in our scene. I mean, geez, like I'm now, as we've said, like the scene grandpa, you know what I mean? And yet (laughs) I still like, I still go to the shows and like, you know, generally people are cool and, and, uh, and I, and I don't know, I don't know what it is about, uh, here in, uh, in Ontario, but I was actually interviewed just last week for a a documentary on the the Toronto music scene and, and the Ontario music scene and uh and i got asked a question about um the ontario scene and i said you know i don't think i'd pick another one i don't think i'd 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 pick being part of another scene i'm sure there are amazing scenes in a lot of places right but if i had my choice i i'm always sticking with ontario canada it's just I, and it's hard to articulate. It's hard to put into words, but it's certainly, it's certainly something special for sure. No doubt. I've definitely got that vibe from every single band that I've talked to from and around that area. And look, you got to love having pride in your local scene and those who, you know, get successful from it and those who are still grinding. You got to have respect for everybody. I think that that's a good lesson. It's something that I've been wanting to do more in 2018 is pay more attention to the Pittsburgh my that's my local scene the Pittsburgh scene Uh, of course I do but I feel like I could be doing it more so I encourage everybody to kind of take on that same passion that Dan has uh, for his music scene now uh, Dan we're going to reflect here a little bit more before we talk about uh, your time uh, at the Bearings uh, show and talking to Bearings Uh, what's one of your favorite live performances that you've ever seen Oh man, uh, that would be probably be um, a band called Anne Berlin. Yeah, um, oh, nice from Florida. Yeah, so I saw Anne Berlin um, nineteen times. It was supposed to be twenty, wow. um, but a show in Toronto uh, got canceled once uh, back in twenty fourteen. Buffalo got hit with like seven feet of snow. I don't know if you remember that, and um, and so Anne Berlin was in Buffalo, and they. Um, they couldn't get out of Buffalo. So the Toronto show got, got canceled. Uh, so I, and I ended up seeing them 19 times, but my, my favorite Amberlynn show is, uh, their final one. My wife and I flew to Florida, wow. um, from here, from here in Canada to see Amberlynn's last show ever. And, uh, like, I'm so, so glad that I did because I have that memory forever, you know, that's incredible. Uh, God, I mean, everyone listening, uh, let us know like your favorite concert experience uh, on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. And Dan, what's your your handle? I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's like at three nine DG. Help me out on Twitter. Yeah, thirty nine DGB. There we go. All right, I was close. So let us know, everyone listening, what your favorite uh, concert show experience has been so far in your beautiful life. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Amberlynn too. Uh, okay, let me ask you this just real quick. This is just a real quick answer. Would you? Everyone wants My Chemical Romance to get back together. Would you rather you personally? Would you rather see MCR or Amberlynn? Oh, Amberlynn, hands down, hands down, <laughs> hands down. But I was never, I was never a huge MCR fan. They're okay, but yeah, and I don't think we're ever gonna see we're not going to see either. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I I don't know if this is going to be a similar answer, Dan, but uh, what album would you rank as one of your favorite or maybe the one that's impacted you the most? Uh, Is it an Anne Berlin album? Yeah, probably. There's a few. Um, I would say um, Cities by Anne Berlin came out in 2007. That's probably my favorite record of all time. Um, but other ones that come to mind, uh, again, an MXPX record, um, slowly going the way of the Buffalo, um, that one sticks out, saves the day, a band called saves the day yeah. been around since about 98 or so 97, maybe. Hey, real, um, on saves the free- day, let me, let me run something past you. I, I feel like this to me is more like an urban legend that I've never for some reason have verified or looked into, but was, was Chris Caraba in saves the day before dashboard? 
No, he was in Further Seems Forever. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Further Seems. That's the one. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. And he was also in Bacon Andes and some other stuff too. But the the one that people remember is he was in the first uh, the first iteration of Further Seems Forever. Their first that's, their first record. That's right. Um, and, and speaking of other, uh, I'm getting I'm really digressing here, but this is important. Speaking of Chris Caraba, I think that's how you even say his last name. Um, didn't he do like a, a project called Twin Forks? You ever listen to them? Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a little bit of a country vibe or whatever. I think it's phenomenal. It. Yeah, it's decent for oh, sure. I know. I think it's phenomenal. I would love to know what everyone else thinks. Have you jammed Twin Forks? Let us know, dude. I think yeah. I think it's maybe I'm hyping it up a little bit more than what it needs. I haven't listened to it in a while. I'm gonna actually listen to it after we're done talking, but. Uh, I don't even know where we were going with all this, to be honest with you. Uh, you asked me about you asked me about uh, like influential albums. Or yeah, albums thank you. Yeah, keep me on track. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say the first like the first couple of Save the Day records. I would say um, Jimmy Eat World. They oh, yeah. they stick out like Clarity by Jimmy Eat World. That's one. Um, pretty much anything that Being as an Ocean puts out. Like anything, anything that they release is is amazing. Yeah, I know. I know you're a big fan of them. Um, I got to be quite honest. I'm not crazy familiar with their arsenal of music. Is there an album or something you would suggest me as a newer listener to them or anybody else who might be as well? Uh, something to recommend? I mean, there's there's Dear God, right? Has been out for about five years. Um, but then they just put out waiting for morning to come. That was, uh, that was this past year in September. Um, it's, and I guess reviews were mixed of it or whatever, but I loved it. it it's a little different. There's kind of interludes in between the songs and some people that was their jam and some people just, they didn't like it at all, but, um, uh, you can't go wrong with anything the bigger than ocean puts out. And in terms of live concert experience, it's amazing. It's so good, especially if there's no barrier um, because Joel um, Cortuccio, their singer, he'll just like jump into the crowd. <laughs> he'll just like, he'll literally, he'll just jump in the crowd. They'll surf him for a bit. And then he just like walks around. Like he just walks around the whole <laughs> set. It's amazing. It's like, I've never seen another band um, approach a show that way. And it's, I don't know, in my world, it's amazing. All right, I'm going to have to, you know, get more into focusing in on listening uh, to them because I know you're a big fan, and and to me, you know, I think that that says something. So, all right, now we, we talked about some albums that really mean a lot to you. We've got a lot of good background on you, Dan, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully we get another experience in uh, an episode or two or five or whatever to, to talk more of this wis- this musical wisdom that I believe you possess. Uh, we're going to talk about an experience that you just had February the 2nd. Again, I believe uh, you went and represented Spinning Thoughts, and I am so grateful for that, by the way, Dan. Uh, you went to see Bearings uh, right in your neck of the woods. So uh, how was just overall, and we're going to talk more in detail, but overall, how was the experience? Yeah, it was good. It was it was it was it was good. It was um I thought a really good draw for a secondary market in Ontario. Um yeah, just a good vibe all, all the way around for sure. Where where was this? Uh, like venue-wise and even like the city. I know like you're referring to like it being in Ontario, but it, it seems like it's even more specific than that. Like what is this area where this these bands come through or have been raised, give me give me like the the um, you know the actual location. Yeah, yeah. So um, the show on Friday was in London, Ontario, Canada. Okay. Um, I feel like other, I see Kitchener or something listed from time. Is that in the same area? So yeah, Kitchener is about an hour from London, okay. and then if you go an hour. Um, beyond that, you hit Toronto, um, if you're heading East, right? So, um, London, Ontario is kind of between Detroit and, uh, and, and Toronto. Okay. Um, and, and bearings, uh, we're playing in London on Friday because they're on their way down, um, actually to the Southern U S to 
um, connect with a tour that uh, will be starting in Florida. Uh, it'll be them and uh, Four Years Strong and Less Than Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great lineup, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're doing um, a week of shows. Uh, start, and it started on Friday in London. Um, it will conclude in uh, Atlanta, I believe, on the 8th of February. Uh, and I keep meaning to mention to our contributors from Atlanta that they should go to the show. Yes, um, Skyler, Maggie. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's Bearings and Hold Close. They're playing six shows um, just this first week of February here. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to so, be but awesome. But it started in it's it started in London. Um the venue was a venue called Rum Runners. Okay. Um that's where a lot of the shows um happen. Uh it wasn't always that way. Uh when I was on the come up it was called the office and uh, uh a venue called the Embassy. But uh, in recent years it it's moved over. Smaller shows are at uh Rum Runners like it's a 3 350 cap venue and then uh, if there's a bigger show, that's at London Music Hall, and that's like between two and three thousand cap okay. venue. And the two venues are actually connected. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> which is which is which is interesting, yeah. But um, yeah, Rum Runner is is uh, the the spot. Like a lot of shows happen there. And then Kitchener has a scene. Um, KW has a scene that's that's starting to um, make some waves, and uh, there's a there's a venue that's in Kitchener that's it's got to be only a hundred, maybe 150 cap or something. It's like this art gallery thing, but it works. Um, like Belmont, um, came through in, uh, in January, uh, from Chicago and they started in, in Kitchener at that venue. Oh, no way. Um, Very cool. And, and that, that show was sick too. So, and then there's the Toronto scene, which is, um, which is really, really good as well. So, so Bearings was in London, then at Rum Runners. Bearings and, was in London, yeah. There we go. Okay, and, uh, you know, this is just the ignorant, uh, you know, United States guy here just trying to to get his bearings. Uh, look at that. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I really am that funny, I guess. But uh, you got to talk to two of the dudes from Bearings, um, and we're going to hear this again very shortly, a couple more minutes, and you're going to get to hear this awesome interview with bearings so dan what what's your overall takeaway from this conversation without uh giving away all the all the fun secrets of what everyone's going to be listening to i i just uh i thought that uh both bearings and hold close um in speaking with bearings and then um seeing both hold close and and bearings uh play last friday like they've come um so far in like a matter of months. Um, and, and as I reference in, in the interview, um, bearings and hold close, uh, actually toured together, uh, back in May of last year, May of 2017. And at that point, neither band had a record deal. And since then, um, hold close has signed on with hopeless records and bearings signed on with, um, with pure noise records. Yeah. And, uh, and they've really come a long way, um, just in a matter of, of, of months. I mean, I won't spoil what, um, bearings shares about their first show in the States ever with whole clothes last, last May, but, uh, just suffice it to say that, uh, both bands have really grown, uh, in a short period of time. Yeah, definitely a lot of growth. I talked to uh, Bearings back whenever they were playing Four Chord Music Festival 4 in Pittsburgh, and uh, I saw their set. They're incredible, nice, nice dudes, you know. So uh, They're super good guys, yeah. For sure. So, I mean, if anyone hasn't really listened much to Bearings, uh, highly recommended from two guys here at Spinning Thoughts, no doubt. Check them out. Uh, did, did you have a favorite memory or moment from the show beyond, you know, having the opportunity, which I would be stoked for to talk to bearings and everything. Was there anything else that kind of stood out to you? Yeah, there was this one kid in the front who just like, he just like went off. 
like the whole show. <laughs> like the whole, like, I don't know how he did it, but uh, it was certainly bringing a lot of joy. You know, the performance was certainly bringing a lot of joy. Um, yeah. You know, I'm at the point now where like, I'm the guy that just kind of stands in the back, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not jumping into the pit anymore, but, uh, but kids were, people were into it for sure. Ah, uh, you gotta love music. You know, you could feel uh, this the way it should be, and obviously it was for this particular show. You should feel safe and free, and just let everything loose and just do whatever the hell you want to that makes you feel good, right? Uh, so that's, that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I wish I could have seen it, man. That's a memory to hold on to, no doubt. So, uh, Dan, I am so stoked for everyone to check out uh, this interview with Bearings. Uh, you talked to Doug, and who else from? Uh, from the band? Uh, Doug and Ryan. There we go. Uh, so two great dudes, a band that kicks some ass. Uh, anything uh, you'd like to add or say before we uh, check out your interview with Bearings? Yeah, no, well, just thanks for um, thanks for your time and having me on. And, um, and thank you for what you do with Spinning Thoughts and the opportunity to be involved um, for me. Uh, it's just a, a huge blessing. So thank you so much. No doubt, brother. And uh, the feelings are absolutely the same on my end. All right, friends. So we are at the point of episode 122, probably the point that you've all been waiting for beyond hearing from our beautiful contributor, Dan. So Dan went and saw Bearings and had the awesome opportunity to sit down with them face to face and and have an in-person interview. He captured that audio so that you all could experience and live fruitfully in that moment. Uh, super grateful for Dan for all he does for Spinning Thoughts. Of course, for all the contributors. And I'm actually hoping soon for more of the contributors to come on to the podcast, to the show so that we can get to know them a little bit better and, you know, share that with you. If you are down with that kind of endeavor, let me know on Twitter, at SpinThoughts, and then it'll be in a public area for me to essentially, uh, like, coerce <laughs> the rest of the contributors to get down with this. So, again, everyone, this next portion of episode 122 will actually be Dan at the Bearings show in Canada for an in-person interview. Everyone, enjoy. Hello, hello, I'm Dan. I am the Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts, uh, and I'm here with uh, Doug and Ryan uh, from the band Bearings. What's up, guys? Hey, guys, how's it going? Hanging. Adobe. Hanging in London. Spinning Thoughts. It Let's is awesome to have you guys back uh, in London, Ontario, here in uh, in Canada. Uh, this is uh, about your third time you've played here in London. Third, um, fourth. We've played some smaller shows and like small venues, but this is our third time at Rum Runners, actually. Third time here at this yeah. venue. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you're from Ottawa, Ontario, in Canada, the capital of of Canada. Um, and you guys have been a band for about four years now. Um, we started in college about four years ago, and then we, we started taking it seriously, I'd say, about three years ago, like yeah. touring and stuff, yeah. Yeah, talk to me about how Bearings came together. If I remember correctly, you were all in um, audio engineering school together or something like that? Yeah. Kind of like that, yeah. It was like more, it was like a, an industry program, so it wasn't just focused on, um, like production, I guess it was focused on uh, uh, quite a few different things, but Ed writing, yeah. law, yeah, um, recording, there, but business. It, yeah, we met there. It was cool. Um, I don't know when when the band started. I don't know. It wasn't gonna be. We weren't sure when we first formed it if it was gonna be like a super serious thing. But then we all stayed uh, in Ottawa after the program and kind of just decided that. Uh, That's it was, what we want to do. Yeah, just to to go go one hundred percent and do it right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. We're glad you did for sure. Um, and and how did um, how did you guys decide on uh, the name of the band, Bearings? Um, actually, when we started it, like the idea of the band forming was like our original drummer and myself were like talking about starting a band, 
and he was the one that came up with the band name. He said, like, I've had this band name for a while. I, I want to call a band Bearings. I thought it was super cool. And then once we grabbed all the other members, we just stuck with the name. We thought it worked well for us. I don't know why. We don't know what it means, but yeah. it's <laughs> it sounds tough, too. Because cool. people will say Bearings, and they're like, parents? Yeah, you have to pronounce it Yeah, carefully. you have to be so, like, ar- articulate when you say it. Uh, bearings. bearings. <laughs> yes. You can't just be like, Bearings. It's like, Yeah, everyone barons? thinks it's Bearings, yeah. It's uh, like, no, dude. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough, and uh, I think this is, uh, we were saying earlier, this is the second time that you guys have uh, been on uh, Spinning Thoughts. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Doug talked to Angelo back around the time of the Four Chord Music Festival, which would have been August or September of last last year, something yep. like that, yeah? Yep. And, uh, and since that time, uh, both uh, yourselves, Bearings, Articulate bearings, <laughs> and uh, and the band that uh, you're playing with tonight, Hold Close. Uh, you've you both got record deals since uh, yeah. the middle of last year, type thing. Yeah, yeah, super, super exciting. And uh, and so you're on this run with um, Hold Close. It's about a week here. Yep. That'll take you down to the southern U.S. Right. Yeah, Florida. And uh, and this is your second time. Uh, with Hole Close, if I remember right. Yeah, like our first time ever going to the States was with them. Um, so it's kind of cool because when we did that, neither band was signed to a record uh, label. Neither band really. Um, we are just on the rise. Like, yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. But now it's uh, obviously both bands are in really cool situations. So we were yeah. to meet back up with it them. Was, it was funny because the first show we ever did in the United States was with Hole Close. And we, it was in uh, Rochester, New York, I believe. And we get there and roll up, and literally one person came to the show. Nice. Shout out, shout out to Jared Perryman. Yeah, he was the only person there, and he was very excited. And he hung out with us the whole night. But it was just like <laughs> it was cool. Our first show ever in the states, one person. It's like this little cool story. And we just all hung out with the promoter and Jared, and had a good time. We played a few hardcore songs. Nice. Yeah, it was all right. Good memories. Nice. So, <laughs> so you've come a long way since. Uh, since then and so it's whole close they've signed with hopeless yes yep. and you guys have signed with pure, pure noise. noise yes right and can you talk a little bit about that how your deal with pure noise came came about um we were sending offers out like like through our manager joe he was trying to talk to labels about our e- upcoming ep that was coming out and we always thought that the best option for us would be pure noise we've been huge fans of their label and We've always wanted to be a part of the family just because we love all the bands and what they do. So we sent it out to them and they got back to us saying they were into it and it seemed like a good fit. And we um, ended up talking to a few of their reps and eventually after a few months or so, the deal got done and it's been awesome ever since. Like they've been super good to us, helping us out with tons of stuff. It's uh, been a great fit so far. Nice, nice. And um, when you when you sign with a label, when you make that um, transition from kind of the middle of last year, like the first tour with Hold Close, neither of you are signed, now you're both signed, um, what changes when you've signed a record deal? Uh, anything? I mean, not, yeah, I mean, some things definitely do change. Um, it's by no means like, okay, now you've made it. It's not, it's not like that at all, but... Um, I don't know. It's one of those things you kind of get. You start to get cool support tours. You start to get to work with. You know, when you're doing a music video, it's it's no longer just going and doing it with your friend. It's like you get to go to a a legitimate actual director director and do it right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's it's cool. And we're going to do our full length, and we would never be able to do that with uh, without Pure Noise. And um, I don't know. Like I I feel like Pure Noise is probably. A helping hand in, in us meeting our booking agent and just I feel like they uh, open the door a lot more opportunities yeah. are open you know what I mean sure. and in the it's same like, way it's like it goes from you just working and playing shows for yourself to doing all of that stuff but having to represent a label and a booking agent and a manager <laughs> and do it right yeah okay. exactly um, so you're on the short run with Whole Close about a week about six shows uh, and then you'll hook up with uh, another tour. Oh. Uh, you'll hook up with um, less than Jake. 
yeah. four years <laughs> strong, which is crazy because Les and Jake has been around longer than I have been around, and yeah. I've been around a long time. That's cool. Um, so, how did uh, how did that tour come about? Um, um, we actually, we our manager Joe um, is good friends with uh, John James Ryan. Okay. Uh, and like yeah. they've been talking for a while. And, yeah, he uh, plays in Keep Flying. If I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like uh, he's, four he's, years manager. He's awesome. He's a really nice guy. And um, we were just talking. Like Joe was talking with him a little bit, and it just seemed to fit right. Like they were looking for an opener, and we were available during that time. And um, the bands were into us, so it was, it's really cool that we get this opportunity. It's we're very excited to play with those bands. They've obviously been huge influences in the music scene. Yeah. for a number of years now oh yeah so we're, we're very excited for the opportunity and uh being able to play down in the southern states too which we haven't been to yet will be really cool that was my next question is you start in florida um on that tour and you've never played in florida then no yeah so crocodile a... city right nice is it it's or crocodiles or alligators? alligators i don't know man but let's hope both <laughs> yeah we're gonna go check some out but no it's, it's pretty cool no it's i don't know who knows? Nice, nice, and uh, not to get not to get too to political or anything like like that. But you've just shared in the last couple of days that um, uh, T. Snitch, your guitar player, is going to step back, and uh, we get the sense that that's uh, um, that's an okay parting for both for both parties. Totally. I uh, don't want to dwell necessarily on that, other than which, wishing uh, T-Snitch the best. So you've got um, one of the guitar players from Hold Close is going to fill in for a bit. Yeah. And then um, the question around that is, what will your um, search for new guitarists look like? How will that unfold? Have Have you thought about that yet? We've given some thought. We're honestly leaving it open right now. We're going to try to run as a four piece for the time being and just see what happens like if the right opportunity comes where someone fits the role nicely then we'll uh move we'll go ahead, with it yeah. And, yeah try to move forward with it but right now we're just kind of like figuring ourselves out and where we're gonna go writing music a lot you know but um no partnering with tyler's like we're, we're still great friends with him he just needed to take a step back for himself of course and figure out his own things and uh no we love that guy to death yeah he gave a lot to our band and uh we're grateful. Yeah, no, we definitely wish him, uh, wish him the best. Um, so as you begin this this run, this is actually the first show um, of the short tour with Hold Close, and then which will lead into the tour with uh, Lesson Jake and Four Years Strong. How how do you balance um, touring and uh, writing or recording time in in this in the studio um, and, and as we uh, are just getting into 2018 here, what's what's 2018 uh, going to look like uh, in terms of, of that for for bearings? Will it be um, mostly touring, uh, or have you thought about uh, recording your your follow up um, to Nothing Here Is Permanent? Uh, do you have a, a sense of what the balance will be in 2018? Yeah, I mean, we go into the studio to record uh, our first full length. Uh, in April, I believe. Uh, so we're really excited for that. As far as, far as touring is concerned, it's one of those things where we'd love to be uh, on tour as as much as we possibly can. Um, so you know, like, but it also has to make sense. I mean, the shows have to be good. It has to be with the right bands, and um, you know, I think uh, 2018 is going to be an exciting year. It's going to be a lot of good stuff. We're super excited to uh, work on the new songs, that's for sure. Nice. Get in the studio and rock them out. Nice. So there are some new songs. There will be some studio time. Oh, yeah. As well as, as, well as uh, time on, on the road. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Lots nice. of touring in 2018, hopefully. Oh, good. Hopefully so you're going to be able to do both then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, now, as we, uh, as we wind down here... Um, I did the same thing with um, a couple of the guys in Rarity when I talked to them. Um, being the Canadian uh, contributor uh, for Spinning Thoughts, uh, being the only one out of like 10 or however many we, we have, mm -hmm. um, it's an opportunity um, for me first to um, 
rep Canadian bands such as, as yourselves. Um, but um, secondly, just to, to rep our wider scene a little bit. So um, when you think about uh, the scene in Ontario, what is, um, what's your favorite thing about it? Just how like the whole scene feels like a family and like all the bands kind of like rose up together in a way. And there's like a sense of community, community at every show you go to. Like whether you're in Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, um, London, Newmar like Newmarket, anything, you know all the bands in the other cities because like we're all just traveling around in our little province, you know? It's just like the Ontario music scene, everyone knows each other yeah. after you go to a few shows, you know? Yeah. It's really cool to see. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing too that's like super cool uh, is just how good so many bands are. Yeah. Just the yes. level that um, you kind of, I mean, it's cool because I feel like it forces you to to take it seriously and to really understand and know like how how to do it like we we were able to see bands like seaway and like pacific kind of do it and we're like, like okay so you can kind of look at them and go okay well this is where we have to be at and this is the level we have to get to yep. if we want to get a record deal yeah um, it's cool because both those bands as well as every other ontario band is always really open uh, and supportive of one another it's always yeah. a really good experience yep. yeah yeah, I'd say that uh, my experience of it has been that there's there's a place for everyone in mm -hmm. in our scene. And, yeah, the uh, genres all like mix well together. It's a lot of mixed bill shows. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, no, that's it's definitely something that I personally value, and I've seen uh, I've seen it go in waves, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, in the last maybe five years or so, it's really come come back up. Yeah. You've mentioned. Yeah. Like Pacific and Seaway and and some of those Ontario bands that have gotten um, established. So, um, if you had the opportunity, which you do right now, to share with some of the listeners who will be down in the U.S., uh, probably in Europe, um, if you had the opportunity to share um, some of your favorite Ontario bands, to just shamelessly name drop, um, <laughs> who do you, who do you think you'd share? Um, our boys in Castlefield, our boys in Nighttime in Kansas are two really good Ottawa bands. Ottawa bands. Um, we have some really good friends in Waterloo, Goldfinch. Of course. They're awesome dudes. Yes. Always. Um, some more. There's so many. It's like Uncertainty's oh, incredible. Yeah. They're from yeah. right here in London, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They, they were the one that, uh, when I did this with Rarity, we, I forgot. So yeah. we want to show Certainty some love for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, Brent, uh, uh, Brent sent me... I don't know if I don't even I don't know if it's announced, but maybe <laughs> there's new stuff around there, and it's fucking sounds incredible. All right. So certainties, good things for uh, them coming up in 2018. I'm yeah, sure. be on the lookout for that. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent for sure, for sure. Well, thank you both uh, very much. And uh, before we wrap this up, uh, is there anything that uh, you guys would uh, like to add for the the listeners of Spinning Thoughts? We're just excited for the year and um, to keep playing shows and record new music. Thank you to everybody that comes out to our shows and listens to us. It's, tr it's truly amazing. But um, besides that... Yeah, thank you to all the people who go to shows yeah. and, and show up stupidly early uh, to see sometimes a band they have no clue who they are because we are usually, we've been that band for the last bit, uh, touring with state champs now with Four Year. And sure. anytime... You know, people roll out. Uh, early, that, it's early. it's cool because you know what I mean. They're just listening to you and giving you your, their uh, undivided attention. Yeah. Um, just because they love music and that's super cool. So thank you to all those people. They rock. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, uh, thank you both, and uh, we hope for continued uh, good things for uh, for bearings. And uh, until next time, we'll uh, share music and spread love. For sure. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. So you just finished listening to our in-person interview uh, facilitated by our very own Dan Boyer from here It's Spinning Thoughts with the amazing Bearings. Love that band. It is their second time being on Spinning Thoughts. And Dan made a very, very interesting observation while talking to Bearings. And I don't know if this was intentional. I don't know if anyone else picked up on it, but I'm going to just kind of point it out 
here right now, and you can let me know on Twitter at Spin Thoughts if I'm right or wrong. But Dan said something to the extent of essentially after bearings, and we also had hold close on the show. If you want to hear any of those interviews, by the way, go to thespinningthoughts.com, click on artist resume, it's alphabetical, and you can find all the bands we've talked to. Click on it, boom, you got the episode right there. So we've had both on the show before, and Dan acknowledged that, and then he bridged the gap by saying that both Bearings and Hold Close got signed to record deals. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I do, but it seems coincidental that both Bearings and Hold Close come on to Spinning Thoughts, like the number one music talk podcast, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They both got signed after being on Spinning Thoughts. So if you're in a band or if you know a band and you want to get signed by a label, come on to Spinning Thoughts and apparently you get the hookup. (laughs) So I want to thank Dan for going out to the show, representing Spinning Thoughts as always, and sitting down and talking to Bearings. So thank you to them as well. I really like this dynamic. Me personally, you know, I... I want to get to every goddamn show that I can, but there's only 24 hours in the day, so it's tough. But having these 10 contributors uh, from around the country and, of course, our Canadian contributor, Dan, what's nice is is we've got 10 people then that can go to shows, do interviews, listen to albums, write reviews, do concert reviews, whatever. It's awesome. I love these guys and girls who are contributing here. At Spinning Thoughts, please check them out. All their work uh, on the spinningthoughts.com website and find them on Twitter. There, it's all listed on the website. Give them a follow, say hello, share some love with them. So, Bearings, thank you for being here for episode 122. Dan, it was great to talk to you, and I'm looking forward to doing more of this again. Let me know what you're all thinking about this structure of the show. I mentioned this at the very beginning of the episode that so far in 2018, we've done a lot of really different things with spinning thoughts and it's just going to keep getting better and better. And we're going to keep changing things up. We're going to keep getting these awesome ass bands on the show and bringing you some really amazing featured exclusive music related content, but I want to shake it up. You know, I want to do, I want to do as much as I can. I want to, I want to meet as many people as I can and just, you never know. I've been saying this a lot on the socials, but you never know when a band or an album or a song might save somebody. So just like sharing a tweet, telling a friend about a band, pulling somebody out to a show, you never know how it might impact them and uh, you never know how it might be able to save them from whatever it is that they may or may not be struggling with. So, Dan Bearings, thanks for being here. I want to thank you all for being here with me for, again, a midnight premiere on Adobe Radio. We joined the team back in July of 2017. You know, I'm just going to say this up front. There's going to be a banging party when we celebrate our one-year anniversary with the beautiful Adobe family. So, thank you for being here. Up nice and late. If you're listening to this in the future, I love you. Thanks for being here. Give us a follow on Twitter, at SpinThoughts. We've got a Facebook, a SoundCloud. I go crazy. Maybe not crazy, but I just have a really good time on Snapchat. Spin Thoughts on there, too. Let's be friends. Seriously, ask anybody who, uh, you know, interacts with Spinning Thoughts. I would hope that they say that I'm a decently friendly guy, and I do. I really like to make new friends, talk music, so hit me up. You can subscribe to this show for free. Everything is free. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that kind of jazz. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Amazing stuff going on there. I mentioned this last week, I believe. We have a new unsigned spotlight on the website. I really want to focus in 2018 on bands that have yet to get signed. Maybe are about to. Maybe they aren't. Who cares? I want to talk to unsigned bands. I want to jam their music. And if I like it... I want to talk to them. I want to get them on the show. I want to get them on the website. If you're in a, if you're in an unsigned band or you know somebody who is, email us spinningthoughts at outlook.com. I don't have an official 
uh, email handle just yet, okay? Again, this is free. I'm not charging y'all, so I'm going to have an Outlook handle for now. If you know somebody, hit us up. Of course, be here every single Thursday at midnight Eastern for our premiere episodes on Adobe Radio. Those episodes then drop the following Monday on all those platforms that, again, are absolutely free. Everyone, I love you. I really mean it. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being here. I can't wait till next time. Until then, make sure you share music, spread love. Close to me, I'm just a memory.